You're listening to the Sabrina Phillip Podcast, Episode 2. In this episode, I pull back the curtain and share with you my journey from $800 in the bank to million-dollar business empire. I boarded a one-way flight to Bali when I was 22 years old with $800 to my name and no clue what was coming next. For the first time ever, I'm breaking down the exact steps I took to start and scale my business and the lessons I learned on resilience, determination, and strategy along the way. If you're an online business owner and you've ever thought about throwing in the towel, then keep the faith and keep listening because this is your episode. You're listening to the Sabrina Phillip Podcast. In this show, online business coach and self-made millionaire Sabrina Phillip shows you how to do entrepreneurship your way. She moved to Bali with $800 in her bank account and just one year later had scaled her business to seven figures. Sabrina has been featured in Forbes, Business Insider, Goldcast, and Cosmopolitan. Using her signature, intentional, manageable, profitable framework, Sabrina helps women make millions online. Currently traveling the world, tune in each week as she reveals the best tips, tricks, and strategies for creating the intentional life and business of your dreams. Here's your host, Sabrina Phillip. Hey everyone, you're listening to the Sabrina Phillip Podcast. This is episode two, and today I'm breaking down for you how I turned $800 into a million dollar empire. So if you've been following me for a while, or if this is your first time tuning in, you're going to find out the exact steps of how I was able to grow a seven-figure business and become a self-made millionaire by the time I was 24 years old. So let's take it back to the beginning. So when I was 22 years old, like so many 22-year-olds, I had to basically go get a job or go get a graduate degree. That's kind of what we tell people. You have two options at that point. And I really didn't like either of those options. Neither of those felt good to me. I had no idea what I wanted to study for sure. I was interested in religion and, you know, international politics, but I didn't know which one I liked more and was willing to commit to studying for five more years. And when it came to getting a job, I definitely had no idea what I wanted to do. I didn't know if I wanted to do marketing or political campaigns or any of that. There was no way that I was going to be able to commit to something and just sitting in a desk. It didn't matter if that was a cubicle or a desk in a classroom. I just needed to get out there and I felt this deep desire to just move and get away. Travel had always been my passion and I had started seeing blog posts and articles about digital nomads and people who were traveling the world making money online. And I had thought that I would be a travel blogger. That was the first thing I thought. But my mom quickly helped me realize that there probably wasn't a lot of money in that and it would take some time to get off the ground, which I didn't have. I just knew that I wanted to go. So I went ahead and I booked a one-way plane ticket to Bali. Um, I had actually lied to my parents about how much money I had. They thought that I had, you know, $3,000, $4,000 saved, but I actually had about 800 bucks and I just knew that I had to find a way to make it because nobody was coming to save me. I knew that I was kind of setting off on this path and it was just me and I had to be my own savior. And no matter what, I had to make it work. So I wasn't going to be a travel blogger, but I was going to be a virtual assistant. And so I found my first gig writing Instagram captions and pinning things for people on Pinterest. And that was paying me about $12 an hour. I'd also design workbooks for people and little things like that. And I was even doing free jobs for people. So I would say, you know, I will work for you for free if you give me a testimonial. And because of that, I was building up testimonials really quickly. And I was really, you know, starting to make a name for myself. And I was doing all of my marketing in Facebook groups at that time. So all of this was happening in other people's Facebook groups. And after a while, I knew that I wanted to kind of go to the next level. And I saw all of these coaches talking about coaching being the thing that would 
help you grow your income and take you to the next level. So I hired a coach for six weeks, six weeks of private coaching. I would meet with her once a week for 30 minutes and I would message her on Facebook in the in-between and she really pushed me to focus in on social media management. So I had most of my clients, most of my long-term ongoing clients wanted me to manage their social media for them and it was definitely an area of expertise for me. It was something that I had done really well with in college and I had used social media in the past to even get press for myself like The Independent and Cosmopolitan and things like that back when I was 21. So I focused on social media and I went all the way in. And I think that was a really smart move for me. And if you're someone who's just getting started, I think that niching down and finding an area of specialty for you will be a game changer because it allows you to really excel at one thing and do something well and people will pay for specialists. It is a lot easier to make it as a specialist than it is to make it as someone who does everything, which I call a generalist. So I started doing social media management and I quickly raised my prices and I went from charging, you know, $400 a month, $500 a month to charging $1,500 a month, $1,000 a month, $1,800 a month. And that completely changed my income. Within a few months, I was making five figures a month doing social media management and social media consulting. And all of my social media clients were coming to me and they were saying, hey, like your business is growing really quickly. That's amazing. How are you doing that? And so they actually became my first ever private coaching clients, my first ever business coaching clients. It was my social media clients who were asking me for help. So one that I especially remember um, was my one of my first social media clients. She was an Etsy seller and she asked me to help her with her business. And funnily enough, she ended up coming to work for me for a bit. And so I started doing this business coaching and I was so passionate about it and I loved it so much. And I was helping my clients get great results that I eventually made the switch completely in February, 2017. And so I did it, I would say slowly and then all at once. So a lot of times people will wonder, well, you know, if I want to switch fields and I want to do something different, how do I do that? You know, do I do it all at once or do I do it as a transition? And I think there's no right or wrong way. But what worked for me is my first ever business coaching program was a social media group program. So I was a business coach presenting a social media group program, and that allowed me to bring some of my social media clients with me. And it allowed me to double down on something people already knew me for, but then present it in a different way. And then after that, it was all business coaching all the time. And my first ever business coaching package was six weeks for $9.97. So you could work with me for six weeks and you would get one weekly 60-minute private coaching call and you would get messenger access in the meantime and it would answer all of your questions. And so that was the first thing I ever sold. It was actually an upsell after my group program. And so that was going okay for a bit. And then I eventually upgraded that from six weeks to six months. And I was, again, picking up steam, you know, making five figures in my business monthly, you know, six figures annually. And I was approached by a Forbes contributor and she said that she wanted to write an article about me because she really liked my content on Instagram and she really resonated with my writing. And she was so impressed by what I was doing, you know, being able to travel while making money. And so she said that she wanted to write an article about me. And so that was something that was a huge game changer for me. And the cool thing about press is that you know that it's coming. It's very rare that something just kind of drops about you. Almost always, you know it's coming. And so in my mind, I had made a decision. I had made a determination that 
that Forbes article was going to go viral. I don't know how I came to that decision, but I just completely locked in on that. And it was because of that that I started really preparing for that. I think that if you ever have a goal, you have to be able to make space in your life in order to receive it. I think a lot of times people say they want something. I want to make a million dollars. I want to travel the world. I want to do whatever. But then they never sell anything or they never buy a plane ticket. And that just doesn't make any sense, right? You have to go out there. You have to make space for it. And so the way I did that was I built my first ever website. I had had a business for a year. I had already made six figures and I had no website, but it was time. I was just like, okay, I'm going to have people coming to my website and I need to be able to capture them. I started building an email list. I had never had an email list before. I knew that I wanted to launch a group program right off the back of the Forbes article because I was so determined to take that and leverage that. And so I think that's where whenever we have opportunities come up in our lives and business, it's really important not to just think about what that one moment will be like, but what opportunities it can bring us coming next. And so for me, it really felt like my business exploded overnight. I remember that when I was first getting started and I really had no money at all, I would go to the grocery store and I would try and find like high calorie fatty foods just to kind of like keep me full. So I would buy, you know, like a lot of crackers and a lot of bread and a lot of peanut butter. And I remember there were so many times where I was really, really struggling and my account would be in like the negative hundreds of dollars. So my dad would send me money via Western Union in order to be able to like go to the grocery store or something. He wouldn't send it to me to my debit card because it would just be in the negative for so much. And obviously I'd started to kind of grow and make money and that wasn't so much the case anymore. But Forbes was just a game changer because I just knew that that was going to explode. And so you might be thinking, okay, well, how did you know? And the truth is I knew because I decided and you're never going to get anything in your life and business unless you decide that it's going to happen first. And I prepared for it. I built the website. I was building a Facebook group. At that point, my Facebook group had about 2000 people in it, maybe 1500. After the Forbes article, it had about 7,000 within that first week. So it really, really exploded. And also for all of the listeners who maybe tuned into the last episode, this was when I first started dating Paul. So Paul and I met around this time. He is from Australia, as you guys can tell by his fun accent. And he was just working remotely for a company at a co-working space. And we met. He was there for about five weeks. We met maybe in his last two or three and at that point, he was back in Australia, but we were talking every day for, you know, several hours on Zoom and video chat and things like that. And he kept telling me, you know, I'm going to come back for you. I'm going to come back for you. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. But he did. And the day that he came back was the day that the Forbes article dropped. So we were sitting in a hotel room, you know, looking at our laptops, getting ready for this article to drop. And I had put together a Facebook group of maybe 250 people who I said, if you help me share this article in the first 24 hours, I will give away prizes because when it comes to press, the first 24 hours is really the most important thing. You have to make it go kaboom in that first 24 hours because after that, it just kind of dies out. That's just how the news cycle works. So for me, it was great because I only needed to hold attention for 24 hours. And so we had people post it in business groups and travel groups and all of that stuff. And it hit 100,000 views in 24 hours. And so it was just absolutely wild. I had 800 friend requests and 5,000 new people in my Facebook group and 2,000 new people following me on Instagram and 1,000 new Facebook page likes. And it just completely exploded. 
And it was the first time, I think, that I really manifested something big because I had had wins up until that point, absolutely. But that was something where I just saw the power of my mind when I locked all the way in and took massive action in order to make it happen. So Forbes was a huge turning point in my business. And then after that, life was kind of never the same. So the next big thing that I launched after that was a group program. And this was something I had planned for because I knew I was going to have a lot of interest after Forbes. And so strategically, I thought, okay, I'm going to sell them something a little bit lower cost so that it's kind of a no-brainer. And I decided to sell a business coaching program, group coaching program, that was eight weeks for $4.97. And we had an early bird sale of $3.97. We did payment plans, the whole shebang. And it was a $70,000 group program launch. And we had 120 people sign up. There was also a VIP option, which was great because I was going to be able to upsell people into private coaching later on. So I had a group coaching VIP option that a lot of people signed up for as well. And so that group program was amazing because there were so many people in it. The vibe was so high. Everyone had such a great experience in that program. And it was off of that energy that I moved into one of the launches that I'm most well known for, which is the Bali Mastermind. And so all of this was kind of happening you know, within the space of a year. And the Bali Mastermind was the thing that took my business into the seven-figure mark. So the Bali Mastermind was a program that I created knowing that I wanted to have more of my income locked up because, or lined up, I guess you would say, for months and months and months ahead. Because an eight-week group program, even if you have that on a three-month payment plan, those payments are going to run out pretty quick. And I wanted to start scaling and growing. And so I looked at the Bali Mastermind and I knew that I wanted it to be big. I knew that I wanted it to be Forbes level crazy. So what I did was I had a video made, a drone video, going over all different parts of Bali, rice fields, oceans, things like that. And I recorded myself talking about this program, which was going to be a one-year mastermind with a five-day retreat in Bali. And I was going to take 10, 20 women, something like that. And the program was $20,000 for the year. And so with those monthly payments, that was going to create huge recurring income for my business. And it was going to create safety for me for that entire next year, because what I had had up until that point was a lot of instability and up and down. Now that had some huge highs, of course, but it was also for me really anxiety inducing. I for sure had some big wins. I had one week where I sold, you know, $40,000 of private coaching packages in seven days. I had my group program launch. I had the Forbes launch. I had all of that. But what I was really looking for was some stability in my business off of which I could build that next level. And so that's what the Bali Mastermind launch was all about. So it was a 12-month program. And I did this one a little bit different. I didn't really want people to know that it was coming. I wanted it to kind of come out of nowhere. What I kept telling myself was be Beyonce, be Beyonce, be Beyonce. Like, what would she do? Because this was around the time where she started dropping albums at midnight and not telling anybody. So that's what I wanted this to be. So I put out a social media post, which we had a messenger bot attached to. And it basically said something along the lines of, oh my gosh, yay, I'm announcing this new program. You know, type a word in the comments down below and I'll send you something. And so that was set up on a messenger bot, which would then send them to the video. And we put the video out all over social media. We spent $16,000 on Facebook ads over the course of eight weeks. But what was interesting is that on day one, we sold out. 
So we had originally only planned on selling 10 spots. You know, my goal was to have a $200,000 launch, maybe two fifty dollars with payment plans. And on day one, we sold out. And so what we were not expecting was to be done so quickly. And I really was not ready to kind of just say, you know, okay, that's it. We'll, we'll kind of quit now and pack it in and call it a day. So I started putting all of my energy into focusing on how could I hold space for more clients? Like, how could I open this up and expand this? So we decided to double our enrollment space and we, you know, kept taking on new clients. I was doing sales calls for all of this. I was pushing this program so hard. And in the end, it was a half a million dollar launch. So that launch generated $500,000 for my business. And with everything else that I had done and accumulated, we crossed over into the seven figure mark. And so for me, that was, again, a really big turning point because I had made some big money at that point. I remember having my first $25,000 cash month. This was a month when Paul was in Bali because at that point he was kind of commuting between Bali and Australia. And I found this such a nice hotel, super nice hotel right on the beach. We had, you know, our own private pool looking at the ocean in Seminyak. I remember spending like $700 a night for two nights at this hotel. And I remember walking into the hotel with Paul and like looking around and freaking out and being like, I did this. I paid for this. Oh my God, this is so exciting. I'm a grown up. Look at me. And Paul is, you know, six years older than me. And so he'd had jobs and things like that. And so I think he probably was like, oh my God, she's a kid and she's growing up for the first time. But that's kind of how it felt. You know, I was doing this thing for the first time and I was succeeding at it when I felt like I'd been struggling for so long in high school and college. So it was just mind blowing for me. That was the first big thing, that Bali Mastermind launch. And so from there, my focus really shifted to scaling the business. You know, how was I going to get that business running without me? How was I going to take it from multiple six figures to seven figures to multiple seven figures? What were the things that needed to happen? And so for me, that's when I started looking at hiring and systems and technology and client delivery and content marketing and all of these things that you don't really need to have automated or organized as much when you're just making, let's say, you know, six figures or even $200,000 a year because you can really get away with a lot at that point. You don't really need to do a ton. But my vision was always Oprah. My vision was always Tony Robbins. It was always to be writing books, speaking on stages, making this as big as it possibly could be. And so that was the point where I really started shifting my focus to being, you know, to creating something that was going to last me three years from now or 10 years from now. How could I start building those systems and making those decisions now? And so a question that I've always asked myself at every level is what would my next level self do? So when I was making six figures, I would ask myself, what would I do if I was making multiple six figures? When I was making seven figures, I would ask myself, what would someone who's making multiple seven figures do? Because a lot of times we make decisions based on our current circumstances, but that's not going to take us where we want to go. If you want to get to your next level, you need to be making those decisions as if you were already there. Because if you're only ever making decisions with what you know now, you are always going to be limiting and constricting yourself. And so that's kind of what I'm up to now, just getting my business ready for the next level always. So at this point, we have 21 people on the team and we are hosting our first ever 
live event, the Intentional Entrepreneur Live next month. It might have already passed by the time you're listening to this episode. We are having, you know, hundreds of women come for three days of teaching. We have a new podcast launching. We have a video channel launching. We're taking all of these decisions to, again, keep pushing us to that next level. And that is a never-ending journey, right? There's always another level. There's always a way to do it bigger and to do it better. And what I just want to leave you with and what I want to share with you and remind you is that getting to this point was not linear. So if you would have seen me seven years ago, you never would have believed that this would be possible for me. So when I was 17 years old, I was, you know, in my last year of high school and I had been in the International Baccalaureate program for two years, the IB program, which is a really prestigious gifted program. And I dropped out of that in the last two months. I decided to go into really regular baseline entry-level high school classes because I was struggling so much personally with depression. When I was in college, same thing. I medically withdrew two different semesters. At one point, I actually got kicked out because my GPA dropped below the minimum required GPA. And so I had all of these different struggles, but the reason why I was able to make all of those shifts is because of the choices and decisions that I made that it would work out no matter what. When I got on that airplane to Bali, There was no way I could have known what was going to come next, but I just decided that it was going to work out in my favor and that it was going to be good. I didn't know the how. I didn't know what it was going to look like, but I just decided that it was going to be good and it was better than I could have ever imagined. And so that's what you need to do every single day of your life in business. Decide it's going to be good. Decide it's going to get better and just keep going. So that's a little bit about my story and how I turned a one-way plane ticket to Bali and 800 bucks in my bank account into a million-dollar empire. So it was a long journey. And some of the things that have really made the biggest difference for me are just, again, deciding, really planning for that next level self and just always showing up even when I'm afraid, even when I'm scared. And that's what I hope you will do as well. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Sabrina Phillip podcast. New episodes are released every Wednesday. If you love this episode all about sales skills and you know it's time to take yours to the next level and you want 2020 to be the year that you make massive bank, then you're gonna wanna check out my new sales course called Sold Out Sales. This course is a live six-week course that will take you from nobody buying to solidly and consistently closing sale after sale. It is open from March 5th through 18th for the one and only time in 2020. In this course, you're going to learn how to sell yourself on your value, who your ideal clients are and how to speak to them, how to structure your sales calls, how to filter your leads, why the fortune is in the follow-up, how to close like a boss in the DMs, how to develop your product suite, how to structure your offers, pricing strategies for charging what you're worth and raising your rates, and a million things more. You will walk away from sold out sales with a complete and total sales system to take your life and business to the next level. And like all my online courses, you also have lifetime access. So if you ever need a refresher, you can always come back. So as I said, this course is only open for one time in 2020 from March 5th through 18th. Go to sabrinaphillip.com forward slash sold out sales to enroll. And all of the details are in the show notes down below. I would love to see you on the inside and I'll catch you on next week's podcast episode.